everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Franchise. I have a penis. <laughs> Let the record stand that the penis is not, in fact, an effective thinking tool, Kyle. I am a man, and I have a penis, and I don't think good. <laughs> Kyle's favorite person is back. Danielle's back with her 11 suitcases. Uh, her expected mind reading of her spouse to pick her up in a similar vehicle that she went to the airport in, in New York, a Hummer limo, so that these 11 suitcases can be then transported to her next destination. Which, where is that, Kyle? Because I never saw these two get an apartment. Uh, Johan just found it on the side of the road. And then he strapped four suitcases to his friend's car with one strap without a blanket. Proving, hey, you know what? Proving unequivocally that the patriarchy is inferior, Kim. <laughs> the man did what he had to do. What's he supposed to do? Like leave six of the 11 suitcases in the airport? I mean, I, this I is mean, pretty they, insane. Uh, Apparently, they can both drive, so I feel like they should have rented another car and driven two cars separately. Yeah, that would have been smarter. I just are, If they're going back to Johan's family's house, these 11 suitcases are going to fill up the entire fucking house. I, I'm assuming that they're going straight to their new apartment, but I have to ask him, <laughs> how, many suit, how many suitcases do you own? Two. Right. Like you own the suitcases that you use when you go traveling. Yeah. So I'm just I'm I'm stunned and confused on why would someone even elect to purchase 11? Like, how do you where does she put 11 suitcases in her New York apartment? Oh, my God. Right. I, I assume she bought these specifically for this move. I, I, or she I like bank borrowed so. and stealed from like friends and family. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I I suppose you could go to Goodwill and clean yeah. up and get a shitload of cheap suitcases. But if not, then I'm mystified. I just and when I say I have two suitcases, I mean I have a duffel bag and one rolly like carry on suitcase, and my husband yeah. also has a rollerboard. So. If I needed to, I would borrow his <laughs> or I would we, have a duffel and a, and a like carry on. Right. Like we have two carry ons between us and then we have big boy, which is if we <laughs> <Big> are <boy. laughs> like if we know if we know we're not going to be we're only going to be traveling by car and we're just going to stay mm. in a hotel. Then, yeah, we'll we'll pack a big ass. We'll take one big ass suitcase. And we, yeah. we've we've liked doing that before. But Damn, dude, I'm like, I'm so uh, confused by this whole thing. Does she really even need what? She's not moving there permanently. I she I think she is the one person among all oh, these people man. that is actually very dedicated to moving there. I we mean, she, seen... she is the only person that we know packed boxes. Yeah. Yeah, she is. She cleaned out her apartment. I mean, whether I think she is the only person committed to actually living in a new country. In in an expat community with yes. air conditioning. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying she's going to assimilate, but I'm saying that she I think she is committed to to living on, you know, her beach life with her flora and fauna yeah. and her banana trees that she's planting. Right. Yeah. Do we even know, like, what if banana tree was like an invasive species in the Dominican and she's just <laughs> be... like fucking up the local like landscape? That would be funny. Um, I mean, not funny if it were true, but so yeah, Danielle's back. Uh, you know, this is the thing, like Johan pulling out this I have a penis, I am the man, you listen to me. It's like we're on episode eight, and I want to be very clear. I love this season, but I hate all these people. And, like, that point of view sucks, too. So, Johan, not, like, his greatest fan, but Danielle thinks – he thinks he's superior because he's a man. She thinks she's superior because she's American, which is equally as annoying, you know? Right. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> You're not my dad. Ugh. <laughs> um, MVP of the episode, Debbie's Peacock fan, right? Oh my god. It's <laughs> it's a statement, you know. Um it's a real like southern statement that you're going to listen to what I have to say because look at this fan right here. <laughs> right here, y'all. I mean, this woman is like, we need to go have a serious conversation five feet away I from did, my bedroom. Yes. I did let me not get my come fan. Over, over here to be a disrespected. Oh. <laughs> you need to prove that you're Hosama again. I cannot wait to see her at his parents' house. Like, my favorite part about this is she keeps going on about he needs to prove that he's my Osama, but you, you don't like you don't know Osama like at all. Like your yes. Osama, your <laughs> Osama is so clearly what he sold himself to be to you. Mm-hmm. How, how obvious could this get? I want my Osama back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's start with Nicole and Mahmoud. We're going to start with the big guns. Yeah. Uh, Episode starts and there she goes. She's off to the races. And um, (laughs) I I love it when they do this, by the way. I know. (laughs) They just start like drama forward. I'm like, I'm here for it. And then you wonder the whole hour and a half, like, where, why is she running? (laughs) And we still really don't know (laughs) for sure. No, (laughs) not clarified during the episode. No idea. So Kim, (laughs) We're not fighting today, but let's no. pick let's pick the most controversial activity we could possibly do <laughs> uh garment wise. <laughs> let's 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 all just decide to do that one thing. Uh, I, of course he got her a, bur- or a burkini. Of course he did. Look. I don't know. The burkini actually seems like kind of convenient being that you don't have to put on sunscreen. <laughs> well, I will say yeah, that. she's he he has the only time this entire time every single adult in Mahmoud's life is telling him, "Listen, you got to make her like it. This isn't yeah. a force thing." And this entire 8 episodes, he's literally told her one advantage. <laughs> to being a Muslim woman, and that's you don't have to use sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> like they that's did come. The <laughs> only thing <laughs> the entire time. They're like I see people at the beach and stuff that wear you know like the leggings and the you know long sleeve like sun shirts and stuff, just because my wife you know. wears that because she's Polish yeah. and she's translucent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And it actually looks like comfortable to me, but I mean, it gets sandy really easily, which is very annoying. Can't really brush it off. But, um, you know, I think the problem is I I really understood Nicole's frustration when she asked Mahmoud an honest question that I honestly would not know the answer to. And, and yeah, you could probably Google it, but like, you're my husband, you're trying to, I'm in your country. Like, can you just tell me, like, am I supposed to wear something under the burkini? And he gets so angry and just storms off. And for me, I'm like, that is, this is why she gets so mad and confused all the time. Like he was clearly pissed. I don't know why he was pissed. She doesn't know why he's pissed. And he just... It was a shitty attitude from him. I, I, if I'm assuming it was an honest question. Yeah. The only, the only reason that it wouldn't be an honest question is if 
this is all reenactment bullshit because she's clearly worn it before. Right. Yeah, I think she has, but maybe maybe this is a maybe this is a conversation they've had before. And I don't know, like maybe we're only seeing one side of this story because I it was so confusing that he got so mad about it because it felt like it was an honest question, but she's worn this before. Have they had this entire conversation and she's pushing his buttons for TV drama? I just don't know. It was odd because I, I it makes sense why it's a question in the first place, because the whole point is to be modest. But, you know, if you got nothing under it and you go and you dunk in the water, maybe there's a you, you know how it is. You could you could see outlines of stuff. That maybe yeah. is too revealing. And so maybe you need to wear another bikini under the burkini to really make sure you're <laughs> you're covered up. I don't fucking know. I just assumed it was like neoprene and like like a wetsuit, you know, like thick. Like a but five millimeter. Too many, too many contours, you know. <laughs> it's so confusing. I was looking at burkini, like I was shopping for a burkini just to see what different styles they had because when i think of a burkini i have seen women before like swimming in the ocean and what i would define as a burkini but it's more like billowing and and looks like kind of dangerous to swim in honestly but this was (laughs) this was at least like somewhat form-fitting it'll weigh it'll weigh you down too much it's like a weight belt yeah 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 Anyway, I mean, they they go to the, the this hotel looks awesome. Like this looked like a fun afternoon, like sitting in the, you know, this gorgeous hotel, swimming in the pool. I was going to say they bring you drinks, but I'm sure they don't drink. Um, Probably not. Yeah, uh, the scene, the scene with her wearing the full burkini and just looking profoundly <laughs> sad. I mean, I said this last week. I mean, it really looks like someone kicked her dog. And uh, it's just it's the look that you get when you drop the milk when you're bringing it in from the car and it's just all over the ground. That's kind of the look that you give the camera, you know, of your your life. She she defies Mahmoud's orders, though, Kyle. She doesn't wear the headpiece. She leaves the hood down. He seems to care. Uh, well, I think he expected it. <laughs> and remember, we're not fucking fighting today, okay? No. No. We have agreed to not fight. If you agreed to not fight, you would just wear the hood. <laughs> Although it doesn't make much sense because she walked in the hotel with no hijab, like with no hair covering. So it, at that point, what's the point of wearing the hood while you're swimming? <laughs> Everybody's seeing your hair. She's walking around right. town with with no no head right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know why they went swimming in the first place. Like, maybe go to the Natural History Museum or something. Um, the pyramids. Well, it look, it, uh, it I don't did know. look hot out. And it so it's a, it's, it's a, it's a nice idea, but maybe, uh, it just feels like swimming is the ultimate activity for them that means that they're in a stable place <laughs> like it, it's it's like a, a victory lap once you've fixed all your marital problems and they're just not they're not ready they're not prepared emotionally not ready. for this no they're not at all dude what like she says that they went to the red sea i don't know when this was last year two years ago how long have they been married and she was jealous that all the tourists were in like regular swimsuits and she wasn't. And she just looks so depressed when she says, this is my new life, but I don't like it. It's like, then go home. Like, why are you here? It doesn't seem like you like this guy that much. I don't think it's true love. And it, and it doesn't seem like unconverting to Islam is really an option if you want to stay married to him. Clearly, no. right? I don't think you can go back to whatever you were doing before. Whether yeah. that's just not practicing any religion or Christianity, I don't think. Although the uncle did say, <clears throat> if she were Christian, we wouldn't ask her to do any of this. We'd just be like, "Do you do you. 
But what, yeah, but what the uncle left off is uh, an obvious implication that if she was Christian, we would not let him be married to her. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because remember, he, he wouldn't even let them sleep in the same bedroom until they were married under Islamic law. You're right. You are right. So what do you think about the fight? Um, <clears throat> my thought is that this is, you know, the, the worst example of it, but I am concerned if she doesn't, I, I, I'm not even thinking about the fight. I'm more thinking in a, the meta sense. This is eight episodes in. I feel like we've seen this fight seven times now. And I am wondering if she doesn't leave and push this story forward, are we really going to have 16 episodes of the same fight? It's on the border of being boring to me now. It's the same shit every episode. The world is open again, and that means I'm traveling a lot again. And I always get nauseous when I travel. If you have a tendency to get nauseous, you know you'll do whatever it takes to feel normal again. There is nothing worse than feeling like you might vomit all over a stranger on a plane or in an Uber or in a boat, especially when you're going somewhere that's supposed to be fun. Ginger doesn't do it for me, and I really hate taking pills that make me drowsy. If you have a tendency to get nauseous, you've got to check out Relief Band. Relief Band is the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. Really wish I would have had one of these when I was pregnant. And now you can use your HSA or FSA dollars to get a Relief Band, so if you just got those accounts refilled, put that money to good use and fix your nausea problem for good. Whether you need everyday nausea relief or just an occasional cure from nausea, their patented technology makes feeling sick a thing of the past. Forget the days of nausea pills that make you groggy and exhausted. It's like the name says, Relief Band is legitimately a band you wear on your wrist to give you a relief from nausea, and you can change the intensity depending on how you are feeling to make it stronger or weaker. I can tell you firsthand that Relief Band actually works. I used Relief Band when I've had to fly post-COVID, and I was really surprised that I didn't feel nauseous at all. It also curves my anxiety because I know I have something to help with my nausea and I'm not just going to puke unexpectedly. And it's actually really easy to use. You just put a little gel on your wrist and pop it on. It's so easy to travel with and it's really discreet. It just kind of looks like a fitness tracker. And I don't really drink, as you all know, but my husband borrowed my relief pant when he had a few too many beers last weekend, and he said his hangover nausea was gone. He was very skeptical, and he was really surprised how quickly it worked. So if you want the band that actually works at relieving your nausea, check out Relief Band. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer for 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray listeners. If you go to reliefband.com, use promo code CRAYCRAY, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D, reliefband.com, and use our promo code CRAYCRAY for 20% off plus free shipping. Uh, Shall we move on to Danielle and Johan, your favorites? Oh my God, I have ADD packing. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I have 11 suitcases and my husband should just telepathically know that he needs to rent a bus for all my luggage. Obviously, he he's only ever driven one car the entire time I've known him, but he's going to know and bring a bar. <laughs> Where is he going to get a van? I doubt that, like, too many of his bros in the neighborhood just, like, have a giant van laying around for him to borrow. <laughs> get the meat what? delivery truck. I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Did you notice that she went? To the airport from the hotel to the airport in like a Hummer limo. <laughs> I didn't, but that tracks. It's it it it's funny how when you call 
a taxi cab company and you say <laughs> that you have 11 suitcases, they show up with an appropriate vehicle. It's almost <laughs> like communicating the amount of luggage you have might be an important thing to disseminate to the people picking you up from, yeah. uh, from a location. It's crazy. Who travels with 11 suitcases? Like, why wasn't she taking down a big suitcase every t- She's been to Dominican like 11 times in the last month. Like, why weren't you taking a suitcase every time and leaving it there? The only thing I can think, I, I, I find it too absurd to believe that she actually requires things in all 11 of those suitcases right now. And so I have to believe from my own sanity that it was simply cheaper to check 11 bags than to ship them there. No, that makes sense. But I'm saying you have like a free checked bag every time you go. And she's been like, she's been going there. I feel like every other month to see Johan. So why hasn't she just been taking a big suitcase every time and leaving it in Dominican? Sure. I just, I just don't think that she felt comfortable leaving it in the postage stamp that his family yeah. lives in. That's fair. Um, Two things that we have, like, never had any follow-up on. Danielle has a daughter. Yeah. Where is she? She's an adult, and she's smart enough to seemingly keep her mom at arm's length. She has never so much as mentioned this daughter since, like, the first season she was on Caribbean Love. First episode. The other thing is, like, we haven't heard an update on the butcher shop in a long time. No, <laughs> no idea what's going what's on with that at all. Is yeah. That kid still in that butcher shop with that little fly swatter with all the, it was like a I duster fly swatter. <laughs> uh, is he using Excel or Google spreadsheets? We don't know. <laughs> oh, great stuff. Um, Yeah. So I guess she must've paid a fortune to check all this luggage too. Uh, and and, and just think about how much it must have cost to ship 16 boxes of shit to DR. What What is all the stuff that you need? I would have thrown it all out. Like what? It, like she was keeping stuff from her teaching. Like you could tell like stuff that her kids had made when she was a teacher. I get it. But can't you leave that stuff in a in your friend's garage or something for when you move back inevitably in three months? Storage units are still uh, strangely cheap. And mm-hmm. come on, does anyone believe that you're really moving there forever? Uh, just no, I don't know, man. It, it is, it is she interesting. Had no it, it, family to like leave her stuff with. They probably <sighs> all hate her. <laughs> that is my, that's my, my headcanon is that everyone just hates her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what else really happened? She shows up. She has a fight with Johan about driving, which is extremely <laughs> <Okay>. irritating. <laughs> this is so dumb. So it's his friend's car that he, I don't know if he pays his friend or he just borrows it. But this whole thing is, I like, there's something about having a penis and seeing another person with a penis put suitcases on top of a a metal car without a it's like my dad instinct kicked in and my entire body was shivering with horror <laughs> when he has these suitcases again like directly on top of the roof with one strap i i would not have been able to be in that car it, I would have no. cringed out of my body the moment we entered motion, worrying, <laughs> worrying with my entire body that these suitcases were going to fly off the car. I couldn't do it. I could not do it. Uh, do you think they're going to make it? If if they don't fly off that car, it's a miracle of physics. And if he... <laughs> And, and if if the, the entire roof of that sedan is not scratched to shit, I don't even know what to think about this earth anymore. Yeah. I hated yeah, it. it. I hated it I, so much. <laughs> I was surprised he even had like something to tie on the four. He's got four suitcases on the roof. 
that's Danielle doesn't trust his driving. And I'm like, girl, you should worry about the suitcases on the roof. Like not Kim, the driving. He, Kim, he didn't even fucking like, okay, I got to like fast forward. I'm, I'm getting on the episode. Okay. He didn't even loop the strap through the handles. So they're, <laughs> they're like, they're only attached with the force of the strap pushing <laughs> down on the suitcases. It makes me so fucking angry. It makes me gonna, so like, angry. They're going to kill someone when he stops at a stoplight. I don't understand how any anyone's okay with this situation. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, the thing is, like... her, She, on, she believes that she's going to be more careful driving... But that's not the fucking point. The problem is the arrangement of the suitcases in a precarious way, not the. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. I've been driving for 25 years, okay? Okay. <laughs> I. I was really displeased with her, though, calling out that Johan had only been driving for a year. Like, that might be true, but she's like, and he's already had a ticket and an accident. I'm like, I feel like driving in the Dominican is a little different than driving in the States. And I also don't believe that Nicole could like, or Nicole, I'm sorry, Danielle could afford a car in New York. There's no way she had a car in New York the whole time she lived there. Right. No, if, if Danielle drives every day in the Dominican for a year and doesn't get a ticket or an accident, I will... Yeah. I will eat her banana tree. (laughs) By the way, that brings up an important point about the banana tree. Last week, it was brought to our attention by someone in the UK that we missed an entire scene with Danielle, like going to her spiritual leader and doing something ridiculous. And I'm like kind of angry that we didn't get this scene. Like you had mentioned that you thought there was an editing mistake. It's really strange because usually when someone on tow goes back to the United States, there's at least a cursory 30 second airport goodbye. Yeah. And it it just it does feel like we missed a scene because she's just back now. Last episode, the, the last time we saw them, weren't they screaming at each other in, in like the backyard yeah. about something? And now she's back. So it. it it does feel like we missed something and it sounds like it was a really funny scene. I have not watched it yet. I need to, someone post, someone recorded it with their phone and put it in our Facebook group. I, I need to watch it. I think the last time they were fighting because Johan has a long way to go until he, he such understands a long way to go. how to be in a mature relationship. He doesn't know how to be mature. Oh yeah. They made yeah. up at, in the hotel room. I remember oh, whatever. Now. Okay. I guess that was, see ya. I'm going home. I mean, what's she going to do now when they fight? Go get a hotel room? Well, she's going to remember that he has a penis. Oh, yes. And she's going to think about she's going to think about the penis and then everything's going to be fine pretty soon after that. He should know that I don't subscribe to the patriarchy. I mean, it is pretty (laughs) fucked up that Johan says I have the penis. I make the decisions. I'm like, you married this guy like. I think Look, he's been pretty clear about we could say the same thing about Danielle that we say about Nicole. He's been pretty clear about his stance from the beginning. I just I love I was watching that scene. It was so funny. First of all, I had to pause, take screenshots and just laugh my <laughs> ass off when he's like, I have a penis. <laughs> the most- I am the man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I mean, We've heard that you have a penis. I think it's pretty clear. We, we heard it's pretty big. We've heard all about your penis. Yeah, um, we've seen it on OnlyFans. It's just not I don't we, know. but there's some something people. there's something about just declaring I have a penis as if that's an argument that is <laughs> that is so great. It's so it's just really it's it's just really satisfying to see Johan declare he has a penis. As if that is going to win the argument with Danielle. It's so great. It reminds me of Will Ferrell on SNL just <laughs> screaming, I have a Dodge Stratus. 
and and that just <laughs> and and uh and her retort her retort is just as good and you know what if, if you if look if someone declares i have a penis as a <laughs> as a logical response and you say that having a penis prevents you from having intelligence or logic look i mean that's fair if, if it is. It's, you it's can kind of like, respond anything you want to something right. that dumb. So I know. I know. <laughs> I'm not even mad. Like, I'm not even mad about her saying that because it's no. so stupid. It's not an effective thinking tool. Like, yeah. <laughs> I we mean, kind of proved that when we saw the butcher shop. <laughs> out of context, that's a bad thing for her to say. But with with that, I don't even care. It's so dumb. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we are always growing and changing. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding, because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. I've personally found that therapy has helped me learn positive coping skills for when I'm going through hard times. And it's also taught me how to set healthy boundaries. It's just not, it's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. It really empowers anyone to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you just fill out a brief questionnaire you get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge if you want. So discover your potential with BetterHelp by going to betterhelp.com slash cray cray today. You get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash cray cray. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Do you remember that fad a few years back when everyone was putting like butter in their coffee and then not eating anything until noon because it was supposed to be super healthy and help you lose tons of weight? I tried that for about two weeks before I realized I was torturing myself and that I just didn't want to drink this disgusting concoction every morning. Trends and fads come and go, especially when it comes to health and wellness. Noom is not a fad. They use psychology, not trends, to help you make intentional and sustainable choices that are aligned with your values and weight loss goals. I personally do not like diets, and especially I don't like diet fads. I've talked about this a lot on the podcast. I just don't think they work. I've never been able to stick with it. Uh, Using Noom really made me recognize my existing habits, which is the first step in changing your habits. I tend to eat a lot when I'm bored, and especially when I'm stressed out, definitely during the pandemic. That was the case for me, but I never really realized that habit before I started using Noom. I also learned some strategies to deal with my cravings, like what snacks to grab if I'm feeling hungry and general guidelines for choosing a snack, whether I'm home or I'm out and about. And using the app is really easy and the daily lessons are really fun. Um, It's easy to incorporate into your day. It doesn't take a lot of time. Noom is nourishing instead of restrictive. So whatever your health goals are, the flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. Choose your level of support from five-minute daily check-ins to personal coaching, whatever you need. Also, progress is rarely a straight line, and off days are totally okay. Noom will help you get back on track. Also, Noom has science behind it, and you know Kyle and I are big on science. 95% of customers say Noom is a good long-term solution. And Noom has published 50 peer-reviewed scientific articles describing their methods and effectiveness. I also personally love that it's a flexible program. Noom is not focused on perfection. It's focused on progress. So I can still go to my friend's birthday party and have a piece of freaking cake. You don't have to give up carbs or really give up anything. That's why 95% of customers say Noom is a good long-term solution. Stop chasing health trends and build sustainable, healthy habits with Noom's psychology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com slash cray That's N-O-O-M.com slash cray to sign up for your trial today. Also, check out Noom's first ever book, The Noom Mindset, a deep dive into the psychology of behavior change, available to buy now wherever books are sold. Do you want to talk about Jen really quick and finish with Debbie? 
yeah, let's do it. So we were, I, I think, massively wrong on every level about Jen's visa. I really thought for some reason that she had 90 days. Um, Me too. For whatever we reason. Were, got everything wrong. It was a 30 uh, day. Is that? Yeah, 30 days. That was it. And I, I just, just based on the, the mid-season preview, I was totally convinced that she was going to stay there longer. But it turns out, it, it seems like from this week's preview that getting another visa didn't take as long as they thought and she's going to go back pretty soon. So maybe that's where the, the next scenes with her there are from, right? Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, not a ho- not a whole lot happened here. We get another second proposal that blows her socks off. And I'm like, you're already engaged. <sighs> I, what, like, do you repropose to your wife all the time? And then she reminds you we're already married. <laughs> this one's on TV, Cam. Also appears that she lost the last ring that he gave her. And I'm like, why didn't we hear about this freaking drama? We did. We did in the very first episode. Oh, we did? <laughs> yeah. Man, he really didn't hold it over her head because I never heard it mentioned again. And again, I, I just want to mention, like, we're on day five or four with Chris. We're on day, like, three with Nicole. Uh, we're day still one, one with <laughs> Gabe. And, like, Jen has already lived 30 days in this country. <laughs> right. Pretty... Right little content for that long of a time. So I feel like their relationship is actually decent. We learn the answer to our most pressing question from last week. They have it banged this whole time. Do you believe it? Man, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he does don't seem know. to be he does seem to be on the hook a little bit. He you know, he c- cried last week. The he proposal did. felt pretty I don't know. Do you feel like if if they didn't fuck with our emotions with the preview for next episode, I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm gullible, but they feel like a real couple in this episode, at least, and they the do. last episode. They seem to have, like, genuine affection for each other. I could do without the kissing noises. It was so loud. I was like, oh, I almost vomited. Um, oh, gross. Oh, disgusting. But, um... I, you know, they seem very uh, to have actual chemistry that I don't think that you can fake that. It, this isn't like a Debbie and Osama situation, which is just absurd, or like a Kimberly yeah. and Usman. Like these two, they want to fuck, even if they aren't. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I think that they really have affection for each other. She admits how dumb she was about the visa situation and it feels like that's the main reason she's nervous to talk to her family not not anything to do with the relationship or any of the arranged marriage stuff she's she seems fairly comfortable talking about that it's more that she fucked up the visa which is which you know she has humility about it uh yeah and they, she talks with her sister about Rishi's boners in the car. Good stuff. <laughs> did he get a boner when you guys cuddled? He probably did. It's like I think guys, it's like middle okay. school girls talking, asking <laughs> you're if like, your boyfriend got a boner at the basketball game or something. You're you guys holding are like hands. Mid forties. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's that's funny. I did laugh, so thank you for the humor. There wasn't a yeah. ton of comedic relief in this episode. Uh, but yeah, the she seems really I also like that Jen is generally like pretty self-sufficient. Again, he doesn't even take right. her back to the airport. She gets in the taxi, she's pretty pumped about the proposal. She says love is worth fighting for. And then her brother kind of shatters her hopes and dreams by asking her, like, when's the wedding date? <laughs> Well, uh, the family still doesn't know, and they're looking for a wife for him. Oh, okay, cool. He's, like, shocked. The mom is the only realistic one here. She's like, I don't know. I feel like Indians have, like, deep traditions, and he probably won't leave his mother to live separately with you. Don't they have? Yeah, Jen's mom, who's never left Oklahoma, you're probably right. 
I, I, right. I like that mom is the one that identifies that, you know, those Indian folk have traditions. I yeah. saw it on this, this show called The Other Way. You know, there's <laughs> these two weirdos on there. And she's, you know. <laughs> <I'm> sh- <laughs> she watched all of Indian matchmaking on Netflix. Right. She, she is knows. a local expert now. She in is, Oklahoma. basically. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're still wife shopping for him. And the, I mean, the brother asks correctly, like, well, does that make you mad? She's like, well, I don't know. Uh, maybe. <laughs> should should kind of make you mad that he didn't tell you. I mean, you can't control what his family's doing. And I understand he's trying to, like, figure out how to break this news to them. But probably should have told you. And next week doesn't look great no it doesn't at all <laughs> it looks Sends like fake the london friend a shirtless pick it it seems like the total massive nothing burger of a catfish is coming back to uh yes. to haunt <laughs> it's just like why would you do that do you just like as a man i'm asking like do you just get bored and you're like, oh, God, Jen's going to be away for two years. I guess I'll just send some random women on Instagram some are, shirtless are you, pictures of myself. Are you asking me because I have penis? Is <laughs> yes. that why you're asking me that? I yeah. know it's not an effective thinking tool, but yeah. could you just tell me the answer? Yeah. <clears throat> As a man, we get bored. You know, what do you want me to do? I have a cock. It's hard. It's hard right. to be a man. Let's finish up with Debbie and Osama. I want to start with the music choice to no. start the scene. And they literally. What the fuck, dude? It's like, but they also gave it kind of like a clown music twist. Yes. I was like, where? Like, what open source music? website did they get this from what do they just have some guy in production with like a old school synthesizer like making this shit up i I don't know man it's shocking so good um well uh anyway uh she's she feels disrespected and uh time to Time to talk in the morning with her fan, and uh, the fan is great. The other fan is great. I I just love that she packed that, and I feel like that's something you could. I feel like that's something you could get in Morocco. I don't know. You you can't be certain. Therefore, you have to a peacock feather fan. Well, just like a big, just like a big ostentatious debbie fan i feel like oh, you, you could get, get a that. fan probably but i don't i don't know about i mean kyle that fan is a statement i don't i feel like you leave that in the storage unit but that's just me <laughs> along with that lion necklace although people are really into the lion no necklace. you i think you bring that you bring that for sure come on yeah i think people in general are really into debbie she's uh she's amusing and um so far, non-problematic, you know? Yeah. So let's, yeah, no stakes at all. Zero. So let's just, you, we can just have fun with this one. Yeah. I mean, Osama? Osama, Os- Osama scamming, right? Can we just, t- can we just discuss? <laughs> this yes. Is so, I, this is so I'm, absurd, dude. <laughs> I am here for it. These two are so weird. Osama's so funny. I'm, I don't care what he's doing. He probably is scamming. I'm here for it. He actually made logical sense with what he said, which was, we need to get to know each other in real life. The only problem is that he lied to her and was like, yeah, come on over. And he did. Like, she called him out. She was like, you told me. She's like, I would think this was a misunderstanding if you hadn't told me that you lied to me because you were scared I wouldn't come. R- b- blaming a language barrier is hysterical. I love it. He, 
he literally admitted to her face hours ago that he lied to her because she just wouldn't show up if she knew the truth. Oh, but yeah. it was a language thing. You know, I didn't really know you were staying. We only talked about you moving here for three fucking years and getting married. I'm sorry if you if you misunderstood me. He literally sits there and claims that he didn't know her plans. He didn't know. he. You always said you were going to go back for your business. And I didn't know you were really moving here. It's pretty audacious. But you, but you know I want to marry you, right? Of course. In, it's just a misunderstanding. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, there are traditions before marriage. And Debbie just wants security and peace and safety. Well, I, I, I like that. Okay. <laughs> On the one hand, Debbie shows up and expects to be swept off her feet and taken to the altar pretty much immediately. We need to talk about when we're getting married. I'm here now. I brought my fan and my lion necklace. Let's talk marriage. But then, on the other hand, she also says that she wants peace and security, and <laughs> we're gonna take it. We're gonna take it slow. We're gonna take it slow, Kim, and have peace. Yeah. When are we getting married? Instantly. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, Debbie is gonna see this to fruition because she doesn't want to fly home immediately. That would be a damn shame. So, you know, let's just uh, see how it goes. I guess. She doesn't want to face her son with his truck nuts showing up to pick no, her up from she's... the airport with great shame. Yeah. Even though he would just be relieved. I doubt he would even do the I told you so. He'd just be like, oh, good, you're back. Yeah. Okay. I've moved into your townhome, by the way. So. <laughs> uh, Debbie, Debbie she... just seems exhausting to be around. Oh, honestly. yeah. Like, oh, you my sit God. Down, you sit down on the beach it seems like they were on the beach for all of 15 seconds. These camel guys <laughs> fucking spied her two miles away walking down the beach, made a beeline for her. You can't even sit down and get your fucking chair completely unfolded before she's on her feet screaming about camels. If I'm Osama, I am sick of her shit within 15 seconds. Okay, literally... I when I've seen similar things like this on vacation, like whatever exotic animal it is, I saw these, you know, types of uh, camels in Morocco on the beach and stuff. And I was always like, who is taking pictures? Who is like going for a camel ride on the beach? I'm like taking because riding a camel <laughs> is not, I guess you're right, TikTokers nowadays. But when TikTok didn't exist, I guess the Instagram people still, but. I was just, it was so funny to me watching this scene because she was so excited. Everybody is staring at them. But Osama does seem unfazed. It's just He's just screaming, man. Or she, sorry, she, it's just, there's so much screaming and, and it's just so noisy, the entire experience. <laughs> she says, oh, I love you, camel. She says, I love you, camel. Yeah. What? What? Lord, have mercy. Lord, Lord, have mercy. It's been I, a lot. I, I loved the ITM. The ITM was one of my favorite parts of the episode where she's, I want to ride a camel with you every day. And he just smiles meekly and doesn't say anything because <laughs> internally he's just screaming. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to, you held on to me like my ribs are bruised, lady. <laughs> he did like, it was strange to me that Osama insisted on getting on the camel with her as if she would not have been able to pull this off. What she, what she I don't think she could have. She looked like she yeah. would have died because there was no seatbelt. No. Yeah. She was kind of flopping around. I don't know that Osama was the best thing to grab onto though. And that can't like. That camel is really tall. <laughs> it's like if she falls, this is, it would not be good. O Osama claims to like her wackiness, like screaming and like the weirdness yeah. and the shrieking. He's like, oh, you're like, I see nothing around me exists because I only see you. 
You're like a little girl, like experiencing joy. Do you believe this shit? Or is he like talking out of his ass? Is this part of the scam? He's talking out of his ass. He's reciting poetry. This is part of the scam. There is no way. There is no fucking way that he is not dying inside with all of this. She's so extra. And it, it wouldn't matter if she was 22 years old. This is still in this, this is culturally inappropriate. Like the, the, the level yeah. of volume alone, right? There's no <laughs> fucking way that he is perfectly comfortable and okay with this. I just don't buy it at all. Yeah. If I'm sick or I fall, I don't care about these random people. I just see my family and you. That's yeah. a crock of shit. Total crock of shit. Don't buy it for a second. I need but to see Osama around people that know him. R- exactly. Like if if his dad was on the beach, would he only have eyes for her? Come on. Exactly. Because that's when you're really going to understand like if he is like just dishing out a crock of shit. It's like, does he act this way around his friends, his family? Although he doesn't have he only his friends are those cats. So I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're going to see any other friends, but all his friends, his friends only exist on Instagram and in feline <laughs> form, but yeah, it's going to be telling when any, any friends, cats, family members see them together. And also I just, um, Oh God, I, I just feel like this is a strong overreaction because he knows he kind of almost fucked up his scam last night. Yeah, he did. He did not do a great job. Why didn't he? This is the thing. If he is scamming, he's not great at it because or maybe he is because he definitely he can't have her move here yet. If he's scamming, he's got to have. He her doesn't, leave. There's nothing there's nothing for him to gain by her moving to Morocco. No. What do you think he's scamming her for? A visa? Money? It's money. Yeah. Yeah, it's money. You're right. He doesn't seem super keen to leave Morocco. Uh-uh. He just wants some cash. He wants to sell that lion necklace. <laughs> he wants to just keep doing poetry. Right. Because, you know, hard work kills the creations. Hard work kills the creations. I, it, it doesn't seem like he's being that creative when he's on the camel because it's really hard work keeping his, his uh, <laughs> kidneys from b- being burst the way that she's gripping like death gripping him so we're on we're still this is day two it's almost like day one because she arrived late but let's call it day two in morocco when do we get to see debbie on the goat farm on the donkey it's got to be with i i feel like we're we're gonna see very little total screen time of them i Mm. i think we got two or three more episodes. I don't even remember what the preview was for them next episode. If there was any, let me see. They're going to, they're going to stretch no, this out. We didn't far. have one. We had Rishi with the girls. We had Chris and Jimmy, uh, Jamie wedding, Danielle's friend. And then Gabe like dad response. But yeah, I'm going to be bummed if we don't see them next week. Cause these two are just so wacky. I really want to see her on the farm. I really want to see, I I have to see his parents. What has he told his parents? Has he told his parents? I have no fucking idea. (laughs) Like, what has he told them? Like, I would think he would have told, oh, yes, I'm bringing a tourist from America. And they would never suspect it's a romantic interest because they would never see her that way. And maybe he's, like, pitching it as, like, she's come for a Moroccan homestay. She's paid us money. This really is at the level of wackiness as that Iranian dude. And you and the UK lady, Mohammed. I can't even remember her name, but wow! I hope we see them again on Ninety Day UK. Oh, if you guys haven't watched that show, I mean, this is like a—it's just a new level of great. That that is the like Ninety Day UK and catching up on maybe Love and Paradise. It's the only reason left to have Discovery Plus at this point. Yeah, seriously, (laughs) really is. You have anything else about Debbie and Osama? No, I think that wraps it up. So next time on, 
I think they both look good in their wedding outfits. Uh, I think this wedding's going to be really boring to watch. But, I mean, uh, uh, I don't think this relationship lasts, so it's going to be weird watching this. It's going to – it's just – I don't understand because we opened up. We didn't talk about this, but Chris said that her friend – or I don't know if it's her daughter, Star. I think that's her daughter – said that she doesn't have to come home for the court date. So then, but we we know that she goes home at some right. point fairly soon. So I don't know if she lies and says, oh yeah, actually I do have to go home for the court date or she just freaks out and has to get out of Dodge and she maybe, goes home, but we know she goes home. Maybe she, maybe the court genuinely changed their mind about whether she had to be involved. But I think... It seems more likely that she's going to go back for medical reasons. Yeah, I think so. And it seems honestly like when she's back, she's not going back to Columbia. No, no, no. So I don't understand what happens to this marriage. I wonder if it was even a real marriage or if it was just a ceremony, you know? Right. Her, her the friends seem to, they've done a great job on her makeup, I have to say. <laughs> Jamie's salon friends. Then we see, like, again, I'm so confused by Rishi sending out shirtless pics. <laughs> are it you? It just feels like he just got <laughs> bored. Like, what are you doing? <sighs> and, it and is it, suspicious. I would not uh, well, be yeah, yeah, okay with that. It's, it's not great. Uh, the The whole Danielle trying to bring her ex-boyfriend around Johan, that, this, this, this is trolling, right? I she's hope fuck, so. She's just like fucking with him. She has to be. <laughs> Kyle, I don't know. We got an entire season of Ari's ex-boyfriend coming from Argentina uh, or some shit to live with Binium in her in Ethiopia for literally no reason. And that worked out great. It did. It provided us with a whole season of HEA that was better than the other HEA. <laughs> so. And then I, this again. Is gonna kinda, be, this is going to be like. It's just the the same old shit where she trots out something that is universally socially unacceptable, I'm sure, in Dominican. But, you know, you could make the argument either way here. He's going to reject it wholesale and she's going to get mad at him. And they're both going to be shitty about it in their own shitty ways. And we're just going to plow forward. (laughs) (laughs) We already kind of talked about Isabel's parents and their reaction. I I'm nervous for this. I'm glad we have confirmation. There's no screaming or yelling or so they make it seem. You think they would have shown that as a teaser if there were. Or him just standing up abruptly and leaving. Right. Yeah. So I, I hope there's a bigger conversation here, hoping for a positive outcome with these two. Unlike anybody on Love is Blind, there are no positive outcomes there. So, Hello, lovely listeners. Are you sad that this podcast is just about over? Do you need something to listen to while you're on long walks in your neighborhood or cooking or cleaning the house? Are you watching Love is Blind, Darcy and Stacy, Brother Husbands, and other trash TV that you want covered on this podcast? If you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about the absurdity of the 90-day franchise of shows and occasionally other reality TV for even more hours every week, sign up for our premium podcast feed, either via Patreon or with our 30-second sign-up on Supercast. It's five bucks a month. It's extremely easy to sign up for and add to the podcast app of your choice. You'll get an extended version of this podcast every week, about one and a half or two hours long, and our B-Sides episode, which drops on Wednesday, where we discuss more 90-day gossip and other other 90-day shows that are currently airing, right now Darcy and Stacy, and other reality TV. Like this week, we're covering Love is Blind Season 4. We're so pumped. And the long-awaited Brother Husbands. Gonna be a shit show. You'll also get full access to our complete archive of podcasts. So what are you waiting for? Treat yourself. It's five bucks a month. It's like cheaper than a Starbucks. Visit realitycraycray.com to sign up now. That's realitycraycray.com. Love is Blind Season 4 dropped, and we are covering it on our premium feed. If you want to listen, that that's always a super 
a super hit with our listeners' Love is Blind discussions. You can go to realitycraycrea.com, sign up for five bucks, and you can listen in starting Wednesday. We're covering Love is Blind, Brother Husbands, Darcy and Stacy, and there's even more shit coming up. It's going to be a crazy couple months. Very excited. Lots of great new content. Um, still loving the season of The Other Way. I mean, Debbie's on day two. We, we're just getting started. Uh, really? <laughs> Might be halfway hate, through. Maybe not. I, I, as you said earlier, I hate everyone except Debbie and Osama, but I'm still enjoying it too. And yeah, I really, it's fun to I hate really, them. I, I, don't, I don't hate Jamie either. Even though no, she's I don't hate almost, Jamie. She's almost for sure scamming. But I know. don't hate Gabe and Isabel. Um, there's, there's a lot of people I don't hate. I just, yeah, you that's know, fair. I think your I think your hate for Danielle is just so strong. It, it, it yeah. feels as though it's enough for that, everybody. If we were to divide it equally, you know? that is totally fair. <laughs> yeah. Completely admit uh, that's what's going on. <laughs> I said, I hate everyone, but I really only hate like three people. <laughs> it's just an intense hatred. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks. This is super fun. Love the other way. Hope it never ends. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys.